I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. We're sitting down today with Macy Holtzman, co-owner of Coma Coffee in Brentwood. Macy is big into local business and shopping local, and we chat about all her favorite local haunts to visit with her boyfriend and her dog. We also touch upon the preferred way to prepare your coffee and why the folks at Coma are working to help everyone enjoy their coffee shop experience, whether they want the newest in bean brews or the finest caramel macchiato. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy our conversation with Macy Holtzman. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, before it e- we even tried it. So cool. it's one of those coffees. It's really special. Excellent. Yeah. Great. I'm excited well, to try it. Cheers. Thanks yeah, so much. Cheers. cheers. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's pretty hot right now, so when it cools down, those flavors will pop. So in about five minutes, you'll taste something completely different. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, I hope you don't mind if I psalm switch the coffee here. Not at all. That's totally okay. Actually, when we're cupping coffees, we tell people to slurp it yeah. as fast and as loudly as they can, the most obnoxious sound. So the coffee <laughs> actually sprang in the back of your mouth so you can taste those flavors. Yeah. No, I'm already definitely tasting yeah. a little fruitiness awesome in it. cool that's cool mm-hmm. excellent okay macy tell everybody who you are so it depends on the day um <laughs> this morning i was a dog walker <laughs> um yesterday i was a barista behind the bar some days i'm doing admin work some days i'm as wearing my sales hat so it really depends on the day and that's that's really what I love about being an entrepreneur and doing my own thing is that I wear so many hats and I'm surrounded by so many great people. So, you know, it really depends on the day. Um, I'm a business owner. I am a girlfriend and uh, a dog lover. <laughs> I love waffles. <laughs> Everybody loves waffles. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Waffles loves everybody. Yeah. And so tell everybody, the name of your coffee shop is? The name of my coffee shop is Coma. And a lot of people don't know this, but it it's not like a catchy name, even though I'm happy for you guys to think that. <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, is your coffee going to put me in a coma or is it going to get me out of one? I'm like, really, whatever you, whatever you want. It depends <laughs> on your day. Um, but Coma really... Um, it stands for Corbin and Macy. My brother's name is Corbin. He's a co-owner. So it's the first two letters of both of our names. So it's really a business that is family-focused. And that is, um, we thought of names forever. And when we, when Coma came up, we're like, oh, is that going to be weird? Are people going to like that? And you're like, whatever. Like, this is me and my brother and we're just doing our thing. And I think it, it, it's really like it makes me really proud to call yeah. it that. Awesome. So. Awesome. And we first met you, I guess, really shortly after you opened. Yeah. So when did you guys open? So we opened in wow August 2016. Yeah. Congratulations. That's good. Yeah. When you know, we first opened I, gosh, we really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Um we my background is I have a professional background. I've worked in real estate. I've worked in tech. Hmm. So when I moved to St. Louis, um, I had lived in Chicago for a couple years. And I moved home, and my family had bought the University Tower hmm. not too long ago. They had owned it for four or five years, and they said to me, hey, we're going to put a coffee shop in the lobby. And I said to them, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> um, and they're like, why? And I'm like, we don't know anything about coffee. We don't know anything about hospitality. And it just makes me really nervous. And my dad's like, you know, I just really want to do it. I want you to run it. 
And I was like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, when we first opened, um, we, we weren't even going to roast our own coffee. I was talking to a lot of local roasters, and when it came down to it, I think because my background is in business that I feel a lot more in tune with the company because we have that whole side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool to, like, own it like that. Not to say there's nothing wrong with the roasters in St. Louis because they're all wonderful, but I'm really happy that we're roasting, and it's been a challenge. Roasting is a science. I don't do the roasting personally. Um, Connor James does our roasting right now, but it's helped us connect to so many more people in the industry that I don't think it would have allowed us to otherwise doing roasting. So that's where we're at. Um, we're two and a half years old. We actively do events at the shop. We love doing collaborations with local businesses. Um, We love doing collaborations with breweries. We're open really to any collaborations. Um, We do host events. Like yesterday, we had a holiday market at Coma with some small businesses. Yeah, it's fun. So fun. And uh, I think the most exciting news is that um, maybe, boy, wow, it's already been three months. We've, We've opened up a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that was something I was really hesitant to do, and I said I never wanted to get into food, but I found that not only has it brought a lot more customers, but it's also allowing people to stay longer and maybe trying something that they wouldn't have before. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, I don't know, were hesitant to try us. Mm-hmm. And now we, when we serve breakfast burritos, people are like, oh, I know what that is, and nice. then they'll come in and they'll get, you know, a coffee. So mm-hmm. it's been really cool. It, the girls in the kitchen are killing it. Our chef is um is was previously working at Pint Size Bakery, so oh, nice. cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, oh, it's amazing, let's see. He's uh, bone on his bone here. And, <laughs> That's uh, right. Well, I hope it's not getting in the recording there. Well, it probably is, but it's okay. <laughs> this is live. Yeah. We're doing it all live. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's okay. I have a lot of questions I want to ask you, but for some reason I'm, I'm feeling like to veer off topic a little bit, no, away that's okay. from coffee, espresso, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking about neighborhoods a little bit when we just arrived. So we're in Southampton here. You're in Dogtown. Mm-hmm. You live there with your boyfriend and yes. your dog. Yes. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Augie. She's Augie, Augie the doggie. <laughs> um, she has an Instagram name. Awesome. Um, really? It's... Cockadoodle Augie. Oh, so please follow her. How do you spell Augie? A U G I E. Okay. All right. My boyfriend would argue with me that it's A U G G I E, and I feel strongly that it's A U G I E. Yes. So, Cockadoodle Augie, she's super sweet. She's a cuddle bug. Um, this morning I woke up and her butt was on my face. She was sleeping, passed out. Um, and she is. She's really just amazing, and it, I think I needed her to distract me from work sometimes, yeah. which is great, because even when you come home and you're having a bad day, you can't be upset when you see a dog, no matter what. Totally. So, she's How long have you great. guys had Augie for? We've had her for five months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, she's a little baby. Um, 
we got her a haircut, and so she was super, super fluffy, mm-hmm. and we, I just went to the, the vet, and I was like, just take as much off, like, <laughs> as much off as you want, mm-hmm. so I picked her up, and no joke, she looks like a toy poodle, Aww. and when we took her to the watering bowl, I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up Augie, they're like, oh, the toy poodle, I'm like, she's a cockaboo, but whatever, <laughs> same thing, nice, so, nice, nice, yeah. When you and your boyfriend go out and hang out, restaurants, bars, other coffee shops, whatever, tell us about some meals you've had lately, or dishes, or drinks you've had that you were really jazzed about. We are huge foodies, not snobby foodies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we will be equally as happy eating a burger that we would, like, a filet mignon. Mm It really just kind of depends on our mood. Um, I could go on and on, but some of my favorites, when we want to pick out, Bird and Barrel, mm. 100%. Oh, yes. We love that place. We love the Riplet fried chicken. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want the uh, Mother Clucker? Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Proval uh, cheese whiz. I actually mm-hmm. haven't tried that. We've oh. just gotten the nuggets. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. It is. Um, we love that uh, burger. My favorite burger is Brasserie. Mm. He really likes the burger at Yellow Belly. At Yellow Belly? Yeah, I haven't had a burger we haven't there. had that yet. Interesting. Um, really good, but I'm, I love Brasserie's burger. Their fries and their, the whatever cheese that they put on that, keep doing it. <laughs> I, I'm really partial to Olive and Oaks burger. Like their burger is amazing. Yeah. Their fries are really good. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something about their fries. I don't know what they do to it, but it's like really crunchy on the outside, but super soft when you bite into it. Great mm-hmm. burger. Yeah, Retreat had a really good burger, too. Yeah. But also, uh, you know, the Royale. Oh, we've never been there. Yeah. I need really? to try that Wow, now. wow. It's a great place. I need to try that, yeah. yeah. Um, they have the Impossible Burger as well. I've not heard of that. Yeah, the Impossible Burger okay. is it basically a, a veg, it's a vegetarian replacement burger. Oh. And it actually bleeds. It actually has like almost like this kind of substance in it that makes it almost like real meat with yeah. the texture. It's not quite the same as actually eating a burger, but it's actually not a bad experience. Wow. It's actually pretty good. I'll have to try it. Mm. Um, another good place we like to go is Max because we live in Dogtown. Of course. So we love going there. We love their burgers. We love the staff there. And it's just like a good hangout bar in Tams. I've talked a lot about meat. Um, we <laughs> love Blue Ocean. Blue Ocean yeah. Sushi. We, we mm. absolutely love it. They have amazing cocktails, too. Yes, thanks to Thai. Yes, Thai is awesome. They actually use some of our coffee in some of their cocktails. Awesome. Cool. And they reduce it down. They've made a, an Amaro with it. They've also, oh, really? Yes. Oh. It's wow. It's so good. Wow. Ooh. They've also reduced it to like a, a, like a sh- thick syrup before hmm. and it's really delicious he's just really talented yes, he is. so mm. when we go there i kind of just like let him make me whatever and i've never been mm. satisfied mm. and their sushi is awesome yes i love their sushi yep mm. it's really good it's really fresh it's good it's kind of one of those places it's been there forever yeah that sometimes people just drive by there and don't don't yeah. think about it yeah i feel like people don't know about it if you don't know about it you should go there especially on wednesdays because they have happy hour all day you can get their any of their like signature rolls for nine dollars. Mm. So take advantage of that mm-hmm. for sure. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. Um. Oh, I don't know. Next, I was gonna have you tell us. We can go back to the coffee stuff. So as you were 
brewing for yeah. us a couple minutes ago. Uh, you brewed it in a Chemex, yes. which you said is your preferred method to do it for large groups. Yes. So tell people if they have a Chemex or they don't have a Chemex, tell us about the best way to brew coffee. Yeah, so brewing coffee can be very intimidating to some people because there's so many variables. There's the grind size, the temperature of the water, the kind of water, the type of pour you're doing. Um, don't let it be intimidating. Like, really have fun with it and play with it. If you have good coffee, it's, like, treat it like a baby and really pay close attention to it. Um, and then if you don't like it, try adjusting some of those variables. So what we did here is this is a Chemex. It's a manual brew method. Um, I use a 1 to 15 ratio. So I did... 60 grams in about 950 grams of water out so I would highly recommend um, a scale and a timer for it it would help take out a lot of the error a lot of times people don't know what they're doing wrong when they're brewing coffee and Mm -hmm. that's why I always suggest a scale and a timer Mm -hmm. Um, I never used to be one of those people before I started coma but it's really great on the weekends to kind of slow it down from your normal pace of life and Mm -hmm brew an amazing cup of coffee and it looks really cool in front of people yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah I, I love the Chemex it serves like one to four people um, it is it makes a great cup of coffee you're definitely gonna get a more bolder well-rounded cup than you would a V60 or Kalita but it's a great manual brew method um, it's really hard to mess up on a Chemex so great great brewing tool nice. brewing method okay awesome and yeah. then you're saying that if you're doing just for, for yourself a one cup your yeah. preferred method i love v60 okay. v60 um it's gonna be a little bit more delicate of a cup mm-hmm. i would only serve it for one person because you'll only get about anywhere from 12 to 16 ounces out of it uh-huh and waffles is over here being crazy yeah <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm trying it's to, okay i'm trying to i know <laughs> right. this is gonna be picked up on the uh, mic um it's okay. Mm. <laughs> um, that's what we do at Coma. So when you come in and you're you're looking to try something, one of our roasts from an origin, mm-hmm. we always do it on the V60, and it we dial it in to the second, to the point mm. wow. one of a grind size. Mm. That's really important to us. But we always help people if if they're interested in getting into it. We have you can find everything at Coma that you might need to brew it up at home. And you'll get one of the best cups from a V60. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, So sometimes I uh, like to make my own espresso at home. And I have one of those Violetti things. What's your opinion on those? You know what a Violetti? Yeah. Um, So it actually, it looks kind of like this. Yeah. But it's metal. Okay. It's smaller than this. And it has a reservoir at the bottom, a little cup where you put it, and then you boil it. On top of the stove yes. top? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. And it's it's an Italian thing. Got an it. An Italian invention. Yeah. And it makes really strong espresso. I yeah. like it. So depending on how lit you want to get, it's yeah. either one or two servings. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. So, that's so how much like. coffee do you use in that? Well. It's got a little reservoir kind of, in there. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of negotiable. Um, there's just. Ooh, Ooh okay. Oh, like this sort of thing. Oh, so there's a cake in there. Oh, I haven't wow. cleaned it out yet, but oh. 
So like maybe. So you just put the grounds in here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you put the water up top. Yes. No, put the water in the bottom actually. Oh, yeah. in the bottom. Okay. Yeah, and it bubbles up through. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not snobby about how people make their coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that people are into it because it, it really does support companies, businesses, producers at the farm. Um, I'm a black coffee girl, mm-hmm. so that's what I do at home. Even when I'm in coma, that's what I do. Hmm. Other than that, I love, love cappuccinos. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect dessert espresso mm-hmm. drink yeah. for me. Hmm. Um, and we also use it with Ozark Mountain Creamery Milk, which mm-hmm. is, once you've had it, it's really hard to drink anything else. Mm-hmm. It is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're local dairy farmers, and they do this, like, um, they pasteurize their milk differently from milk mm-hmm. that you would buy at the grocery store, like Prairie Farms. So, like, um, they use low heat, but they do it for a longer amount of time, so it doesn't take any of the that good enzymes out of it. So mm. sometimes people who are like sensitive to dairy can tolerate this milk a little bit more. Mm. Cool. Um, it's the smoothest cappuccino you've ever tasted. Next time you guys come in, I'll nice. give you a cappuccino. Yeah. 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 yeah Sounds totally. good. Yes. Sounds good. Might be good in a cortado as well. Yes. Cortados. Mm. I love cortados. Um, lattes are great too. Lattes are actually our number one seller. Mm. Yeah. Lattes. Yeah. Very good. How many different types of beans do you guys sell? So, when I started Coma, I was very conscious of our offerings, and I think that's really important when you're roasting coffee, when you're offering it to customers about what you're presenting to them. Um, We typically always have two Latin American coffees and two African coffees. One of the coffees that we have on is always going to be a natural process coffee because people love... There are some people who literally come to our shop just looking for a natural process coffee, which mm-hmm. is this. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean precisely? So, the, um, there's two ways um, to process a coffee. One's a wet and one is a natural way. And the wet process is when they take the cherries. Have you guys seen a coffee cherry before? Okay, yes. so it basically looks like a, a cherry in this the pit is mm-hmm. the coffee bean. Mm-hmm. They take that to the mill and then they strip the outside layer. That's the wet process. The dry process is when they leave that layer on, that like mucilage on the coffee bean, mm-hmm. out in the sun to dry. So it really mm-hmm. soaks in that flavor. Kind of like this screw okay. right here? Yes, yeah. Gotcha. Um, some people in the industry think it's a dirty processing method. Mm-hmm. And they don't prefer it, but... Naturals get re- like people who've never had specialty coffee before are trying to get into it. Like this gets them on it on the on the train. Mm-hmm. It's just this is a fruit forward. There's something about it that just mm-hmm. excites people. Yeah, is the fruit edible? It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I went to I went to a farm for the first time last year with an importer, mm-hmm. and I couldn't eat enough of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were so sweet and so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, tasted like. A cherry that mated with a skittle. Interesting! <laughs> it was wow! Wow! So good. Huh. Yeah. What was this? This was last March. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a coffee farm. It's a the importer's called um, Genuine Origin, mm-hmm. and they were really trying to show us their Costa Rican products. 
And so we went to farms in Terrazzo, and it literally changed my life about coffee. Like, these people who have nothing are out there, like, picking cherries for pennies, like, for such minimum wage. And I'm like, wow, like, we need to do something. Like, we need to show off this coffee because this Mm -hmm. is what they deserve. And Mm. that's a great thing about especially coffee is essentially the reason why we are in this business at the end of the day is we pay higher prices for coffee than in turn goes to the farmer who is making a better crop. So, um, a lot of people can be intimidated by the prices because they are more expensive than one you would find at a grocery store. Um, our coffee ranges, we sell them in 12 ounces. They range anywhere from 15 to $25. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because really the coffee that we're getting, it's really, really good, good green coffee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've heard that stuff at the grocery store I, I don't know if it's a lot of it or some of them they have fillers oh, or yeah. yeah stuff that is not all coffee bean Interesting. in it hmm. so we looked at grocery and you know it definitely serves a purpose obviously a lot of people buy their coffee at the grocery store and there's nothing wrong with that um, the grocery store just has to put such a high margin on the products that they're selling hmm. that in order for us or roasters to make money from it, you really have to have your cost be extremely low. Mm-hmm. So sometimes in the grocery store, the green coffee is not as good. Um, they'll use less desirable origins sometimes, mm-hmm. or just like cheaper commodity coffee. Uh, especially coffee is anywhere. So coffee scored exactly like wine is from the mm. zero to one hundred point scale. Especially coffees anywhere eighty plus. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of the coffees that you see at the grocery store are probably not that. <laughs> especially coffee, so it's tough. Groceries tough. Um, it's a hard market to be at. It's also hard because, you know, one of the things as roasters is you don't want to see your coffee sitting on the shelf long after the roast date, mm-hmm. and that's another problem in grocery stores. Don't buy anything at the grocery store that's been on the shelf longer than three months. Mm. It's, chances are, it's probably not good. Yeah, (laughs) spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, be aware of that. Um, Ideally, we like our coffees like 14 days after roast date. That's where we think that they've degassed the most and really have the best sweetness. Mm. Yeah. Cool. But, um, just, you know, like beer, like... Go get your beer from local breweries. Get your coffee from coffee shops if you can. Like, yeah. support the owners and the businesses make more money that way when you're buying it direct. Yep. We have tons in St. Louis. Yeah. From both beer and coffee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are so many. So many. Yep. So many good breweries I in know. St. Louis. I won't tell you to pick a favorite. It's okay. <laughs> I we can't. can't. We can't. Yeah. We can't do it either. Um. Mm-hmm. They're really good ones. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Um. So now another random question. Okay, yeah. We were talking about reading before yeah. we did this, and you said you don't really read so much anymore. Yeah. That's okay. But yeah. you do you do Netflix a lot, and I'm you do podcasts a lot. Podcasts. Tell us what sort of entertainment you like to... Um... Yeah, so me and my boyfriend, I feel like we're always watching something new on Netflix mm-hmm. or Amazon Prime. Um, 
we love to like binge watch series and when one finishes we're like what do we do what are we gonna watch next yeah um what are we watching right now i'm, I'm blanking on the name of it it's about a guy who runs like a hedge fund and it's on netflix is it billions yes yeah billions. Okay. i've heard of that yes yeah. i've not seen it we love that we're, uh-huh. we're really into that right uh-huh. now podcasts um i my interests range all over the place but podcast that i love to listen to is it's called cat and cloud they're mm-hmm. owners of a coffee shop out in california and what's great about them is they kind of like expose everything from mm-hmm. personal growth to business failures to business success to how to help your baristas grow into other opportunities so that's been really cool nice i'm sure Um, that's super relevant for you so relevant and nice and sometimes it's hard because i'm so new to this industry to find people to like really connect with and ask them some of the the deep dark secrets Mm -hmm. it's not something you just put out there so this has been an awesome podcast that i love listening to yeah very cool awesome um Tell us, uh, also before we start on, you said, so you have Coma Coffee in mm-hmm. Brentwood. Yes. And then you said you have another location. Yeah. So Not quite another location. And you just wanted to dispel some myths right. about that. Yes. yes. So everyone's been asking about it, and which is great because it's cool to see how people are, one, following us, and two, are excited about this next location. But my family owns a building in the Grove. It's on Sarah and Pappin right behind Chroma, Mm -hmm. the new apartment building there, and it's 100,000 square feet, so it's a big building. Mm -hmm. We're roasting there right now, and our goal is to turn that into a cafe and like an education center where people can come and learn about the roasting process and the brewing process, and we're kind of just taking our time with it to see what the building is going to turn into. Um, like I said, it's, it's a big building. It's occupied by mainly warehouse tenants. So our goal is maybe to do retail on the first floor and either apartments or office on the second and third floor. So we are talking to some breweries that I won't, won't tell, but um, also a distiller who's interested in it. So just other businesses that can really feed off of us nice. is, is kind of what we're waiting for. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we've not asked anything at all? Um, Doesn't have to be related to coffee. Well, let's see. I think something that I would like to talk about is just what the cafe experience is and especially coffee in, yeah. in general. So do. We, had, we had a very uh, engrossing conversation with someone else in the past. Okay, yes. yeah. So huh? here's the thing. Like, coffee shops, like, as a cafe, like, our industry is a hospitality industry. So I tell my employees, and they're all awesome about it, is that Sometimes people who come in for their first time or maybe their second time or maybe their third time like can be a little bit intimidated about especially coffee because we're we're not doing like what Starbucks is doing which is a lot of 
consumers out there and I don't want to intimidate customers or turn customers away because we're doing something different. Our focus is on origin and roasting to highlight the origins that we're serving. So it's great to create dialogue with customers who are maybe coming in for the first time. Um, they don't want to hear how long our special shop pulled or how many grams we put into the, to the coffee to make it taste that way. If they want, that's awesome. But like, I think the first and foremost part is just like hospitality and that's really what we're here for. And we love serving St. Louis. Um, we love telling people what the pour over is and why the Kenyan coffee is different from the Colombian coffee that we're serving and I I could see when people are ordering and sometimes they look at our coffee they're like what's strawberry lime like is that something that you add to this coffee yeah. and and it, it it's not and I could I'm proud that my employees and my baristas explain the process and what it is to customers mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people go into a coffee shop, and I've seen it before, and they're like, what's a cortado? And sometimes the, like, barista isn't the most friendliest to explain that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think as, like, an industry that we're trying to grow, especially in St. Louis, that's so new to especially coffee, like, it's really important for us to make customers comfortable and explain to them, like, actually, this is what a caramel macchiato really is, you know? (laughs) Um... Because we, we don't want to disappoint people, and we're, we're really here to serve everyone. And as much as I love people drinking black coffee, like, if a caramel latte makes your day, like, I'm happy to give that to you as yeah. well. Like, mm-hmm. um, we've seen a lot of cool transformations from people drinking bi- really big 16-ounce, like, caramel lattes, and we've seen them go into like black coffee so Mm -hmm. it's cool it's cool to see this transition it's it's really neat that we are showing people who may not have necessarily tried especially coffee before to show them like what it's about and and the origins that we're we're offering at coma so cool yeah just matter of being accessible to people, yeah. whether they are they want to get in and out or whether they want to geek out, right. about stuff. That totally, you guys and miss. and as like in the hospitality, like we have to know like where we stand with the customer, so we can do either or. We're happy to geek out, and we're happy to like ask you how your day is, and you be on mm-hmm. your way. Yep, very cool, very good. Uh, Macy, this coffee is very nice. Awesome. I am enjoying it a lot. Good, uh, and you're good. right, it, as it's cooling, it's very blueberryish. Yes, now. yeah, I taste that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So tell people, uh, if they want to visit you in person or online, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, so I'm always in and out of coma. Um, I'm usually there every day. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find me there, you won't be able to find me because I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to visit wholesale customers, so you can find us at a lot of our wholesale accounts. Um, I love working out. I work out at Orange Theory and Frontenac, so maybe you can see me there. And it wouldn't be abnormal if the trainer who's teaching the class says to go to Coma Coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's my biggest advocate. And 
or I'm at home watching Netflix and hanging out with my dog because that's what I like to do when Mm -hmm. I when I'm not working understood yeah yeah uh, and tell people if they've not visited Coma, where can they find you? We're at 1034 South Brentwood. We're in the university building across from the Galleria. Mm-hmm. It's a huge office building. Yes. Can't miss it. No. Yep. Okay. And then your your new location that is as yet to be opened. Yes. Where is it located? That's at 4015 Patman Street in the Grove. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That It's like almost at Vandeventer, right? Yes. Okay. Right at Vandeventer. Good. Very good. Yeah. Um, so before we sign off, Macy, do you have any asks or requests, recommendations for the folks listening to us about anything at all? Yeah, I would ask for people to geek out about coffee, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask what a cappuccino is versus a flat white. Don't be afraid to talk to your baristas don't be afraid to talk to your bartenders um we love getting to know customers and you know before i started coma i was a consumer and i probably never would have approached anyone behind a bar because i don't know it's such a people are just like doing their work of art back there and it looks intimidating but we actually really really like talking to people and we love partnering with local businesses as well well, Macy, thank you so much. Yeah, it was great catching me. up. Yes. Great learning about all this, uh, trying your coffee. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you too. so much. I'm Christine Guthrie with We Eat Stuff, and this has been another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts. Did you like what you heard today? If so, please be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. Visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash weeatstuff and choose one of the amazing rewards we have for you. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Cheers! <laughs>